0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski, with me as always, the indigo angel, Jennifer Bloomer. Hello. And the original roach rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep
1: it rolling, baby.
0: There we go. Today, you guys, we are here for a banner week. As this episode goes up, Jenny, you will be in the final preparation stages of your wedding day.
2: Ooh la la. Now it feels so close yet so far right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, as we are recording this uh, a few weeks in advance to give you plenty of time to devote all of your attention to that. But on top of that, you said, you know what, if we could just do something a little different, Lauren, if we just switch it up and do something, maybe maybe do an EP, could we do that? And I said, Jenny, we got an EP for you here.
2: Thank you so much.
0: First time we've ever done an EP on the show, Lodo. They are EP, Society Anxiety. We're going to talk all about that today. Uh, But before we get to that, we got to talk about a few things. First, we got to talk about who's emailing. Who's emailing? Who is? So we got an email from Dean, subject line Greetings from Spain. Oh. Oh.
1: Espana.
2: Um. Hello in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and he said, "Hi guys. First and foremost, sorry for the long email. Feel free to read a short version if you read it on the show, or just don't read it at all. Oh, while we're reading we're it on the show." Read it, Dean. <laughs> uh, my name is Dean. I'm from Spain, and I've been listening to the show for about two months now. I've been jumping through my favorite albums so far, and now I'm going up the list a little by little. A few stuff, a few stuff to plug in. We are not getting enough Charles Mansion. Is he grounded or what? Hashtag Charles Mansion World Tour 2020.
1: All right. I like that.
3: Uh-huh. Charles okay, Manchin.
0: Charles Charles Charles. Charles. It's school's back in session. Are you back in school, Charles?
1: I, I had to work a summer
2: job at Cedar Point. You had to work at Cedar Point? I had no money. Oh. Well, wh- what were you doing at Cedar Point? I worked
1: the beast no that's king's island
2: yeah where were you charles
1: <laughs> where, charles
0: charles did you really work at at uh, cedar no, point this summer i
1: stayed in my mom's basement
2: and i tried to make beats but i'm not very good at it that first of all that's not true you're excellent at making beats you oh. need to believe charles in yourself, charles
0: you've got to believe in yourself the listeners in spain want to know where you're
1: at man i i mean, yeah, we, once again, before the end of the year, look for me and the Necromaster. We're going to be dropping a song together. That is a guarantee 2019. Um, maybe I could, I don't know, Something's going to
2: happen eventually. That's how it works. All right. Charles me and she. All right. Charles just went away. And I guess if you're in Spain, you might not know what Cedar Point or Kings Island are. But uh, those are uh, Midwestern United States theme parks two theme parks that i've been to many times so charles uh you know he's working on his self-esteem as you might expect but let's hope we get him back
0: let's hope we get charles back also dean says i know you've got some suggestions to review Kane hill you can add my vote to that idea thank you for that vote dean and then he says and now something completely different You guys reviewed a band from Italy, I think. Do not remember the name. So I thought you might be interested in some new metal from Spain. We didn't get a lot back in the day, but the band XXL is a good example of what we did on this side of the ocean. If you ever decide to get a hold of them, please let me know and I can help you get all the info since it might be tricky with that name. And most probably all the info will be in Spanish. And he provided an example he says, if you ever need help with anything Europe related, please do not hesitate to ask. Thanks for everything and keep up with the good work. Roach Rider for life, Dean K. Thank you, Dean. Kay.
2: Thank you. That's super nice.
0: And uh, you know what? I, You know, he says Europe related. I know he probably just means new metal. But if I have any questions about Euro exchange rates or anything, I'm coming to you, Dean. I'm coming to you.
2: Spain is next on my travel list.
1: I need,
0: Ooh.
2: yeah.
1: I need to get to Spain. I've been wanting to go to San Sebastian forever. So,
2: all right, Dean. Dean, you, you may you, have bitten may off have, more than you can chew. You might have opened up. <laughs> can we uh, stay with you, Dean? That's we Oh uh, yeah,
0: Roach Coach is coming to bunk <laughs> with you, Dean. We're bunk buds. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, we got to talk about who's repping the Roach. Who's Repping the
2: Roach. Who is? It's Chris Freeman. Yeah, yeah! doing big things in that Roach Rider shirt. Thank you so much, Chris.
1: Now we have to have to come clean. Chris won the system of a down episode one hundred. Yeah. Prize pack. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Which included a Roach Coach T-shirt uh but it wasn't until recently that we had the appropriate size sweet mitchell uh sweet sweet mitchell came through and i came through finally thank you uh for chris freeman so thank you again for uh being patient with us and allowing us to uh send that out i i didn't even tell him that it was coming i just <laughs> sent it to him with an apology note <laughs>
2: yeah you know what good things come to those that wait
1: absolutely and
2: speaking
0: thank you so much chris and speaking of waiting 13 years we have a new tool album and as we record this this album has just come out by the point that this episode comes out it'll be old news but we know the people are going to be asking us about it hey new tool what's the feeling what's the vibe so jenny i know you did not listen to this album
2: definitely not
0: matt and did you carve out 85 minutes. I did not. To listen to I, I, I have not okay. listened
1: to the tool album.
0: Okay, I did listen to it. Uh, I listened to the digital version, which is actually an hour 27. And um, you know what? They're they're just real proggy now. There's no jokes anymore. There's no Bill Hicks sampled bits or anything like that. So it's fine. On first listen, I wasn't uh, I wasn't upset. I wasn't uh, overjoyed either. I can tell you, listener Alan Smock. Went on a Twitter tirade, very upset with the album. So,
2: what did they do to him?
0: uh, He said, "There's no hooks, there's no riffs." He felt completely let down. He felt he honestly he seemed crestfallen. It wasn't even he wasn't even like he could make jokes at a certain point. He was just like, "I'm so sad." So, it's a divisive record. So, I just wanted to cover that. Yeah. And then Jenny, we got to talk about this next segment.
2: Oh, we sure do. Who's tweeting? (laughs) Who's (laughs) tweeting? Who's tweeting about WWF forcible entry feedback? Mm -hmm. Over on Facebook, Duke Cannon says, At first I wasn't excited for this episode because I didn't find the album at all that great back in the day. But then I thought with the new metal trio discussing wrestling mixed with our favorite genre, hell yes. Then add our introduction to Mitch, just made it all that much better. Perfect episode, guys. Very entertaining. We got some new inductees into the canon, which I'm pretty happy with. Y'all knocked it out of the park, this one. Oh, we're talking about feedback about Mitch on the week Uh, when we're getting married.
0: Oh, it's so nice. So nice. Thank you, dude. Jeffrey Thomas says, what a great episode. I was watching during this time period, took a big old break for college and career, and came back to start watching again a few years ago as well. Glass shatters, shreds, easily the standard of the album. It's sad to see one of a kind get passed over. It's got bloops. It's got killer chug. It's got a big chorus. Oh, well. Lauren's facing a murderer reading certainly made it into the coach's most hilarious moments canon. Thank you. Didn't hear it mentioned, so just wanted to point out, WWE's love affair with new metal is for life. Slipknot's We Are Not Your Kind is the current theme song for their NXT brand show.
2: Mm -hmm. I think NXT is coming to cable television soon, too. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's going to be um, competing with AEW.
1: There it is. Or
2: it's, I don't know. Look, I'm parroting what I've heard in my household right now.
0: You're doing great. <laughs> Thank you You're doing so great. Much. Thank you, you so sound much. Like, you sound like you know it.
2: Oh, how does anybody learn anything if not listening to somebody else, you know? I know That's it. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin Liebold said, I just want to add that Limp Biscuit also performed Crack Addict at WrestleMania one year where they were introduced as the WWE's favorite band. There
0: it is. Very good wow. to know. That is great. Nick Fenton says, I enjoyed Sweet Mitchell's input this week.
2: <coughs> wow. Thank you, Nick. Uh, Tony Swish. Person, Tony Swish. Wonderful man. Uh, he says, I also own every WWE, WWF, CD, and vinyl ever released. My vote for best pop song by a pop artist is uh, Mark Henry, Somebody's Gonna Get It, the entrance theme featuring Three Six Mafia says, I love wrestling, but WWE usually had terrible music. I got to say, anytime you uh, introduce 3-6 Mafia, I'll be into
0: it. Absolutely. Love 3-6. Garrett Fuller says, my two favorite worlds are joining together. Hey, man. Happy to put them together. Happy to put them together.
2: All right. Ronnie Neely says, Roach coaches, resident Billy Court William Patrick Corgan expert. I got to say... He isn't the owner of TNA. He owns the TNA organization. He was the president of TNA a few years ago, but ended up leaving. I only know this because it was plastered all over his Instagram page. This small discrepancy does not make me love Sweet Mitchell any less, however. Thank G. Also, Billy Corgan apparently helped write the new corn single.
0: What? All right. What? Hey, you know I what? I did not know that.
2: Gotta Gotta take help where you can get it
0: absolutely austin said ronnie neely i was going to mention this as well billy did try to assume ownership of the company after they breached his contract but he lost in court you hate to see it
2: hate to see it shane Heffley says mitch is a genius put him on the long list hope he makes it back to guests sooner than later i'll tell you what shane is a yeah. boy <laughs> who knows knows how To make a bold statement, Mitch is a genius. Genius. Look, I'm not gonna not put Mitch on a genius list.
0: Are we putting Mitch on the genius list? <laughs> I think we have to make <laughs> Mitch a genius. Holy god, holy sure, god, hold sure. on. I'll let add me, that, let I'll me add it up?
2: to my vows.
0: <laughs> All right, so just we haven't talked about the genius list a little bit, so let's just go over it again. OTAP genius. Cornelius Brandon Boyd. Genius. genius. Draymond. Genius. genius. Burton C. Bell. Self-proclaimed Ge- genius. genius. The Rift to Check Ya by From Zero. Genius. genius. Corey Taylor.
1: G-genius. Genius.
0: <laughs> Mad genius.
2: Oh, that's right. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. on us. Mad genius. <laughs>
0: um, Fred Durst. Genius. genius. And superior songwriter. All of System of a Down. Genius. Genius. Nightmare by Dry Kill Logic. Genius.
2: Genius. This is a longer list than I remember. (laughs) It's
0: a long list. And then we have uh, one pending. Finger Eleven was deemed genius, but we have that pending. And then uh, Four Denials. Shifty and Epic. No. Daryl Palumbo. No. Aaron Lewis. No. And Scooter. The
2: man gave us well wishes <laughs> he did he was genius to wish us well <laughs> so he was <laughs> he's a wedding genius how about that he's a we- all right i put it in there
0: <laughs> scooter you're a wedding genius and uh are, are we putting mitch on this list
2: i mean i'm comfortable with being a dick to a certain level but i certainly wouldn't deny my fiance and husband and right. into the genius list.
0: All right, we're gonna put. Uh, we're gonna put in. The, we're gonna just put Mitch on it. Just. Oh, I, I'm sorry. Now I gotta, I gotta put Sweet Mitchell. Yeah. We gotta.
2: Now it's not just Mitch. It's when he's being sweet. I would say when he's being Sweet Mitchell, he's a genius.
0: Okay, so updated, new addition: Sweet Mitchell and Scooter Wedding Genius.
2: <laughs> wow big moment yeah all right Uh austin counts sent us a picture uh it is the wwf uh panda logo with a chair about to smack so it's wrestling and pandas i gotta say Mm -hmm. i went to my first uh wrestling show that wasn't just a uh either a strip mall or a full arena i went to an evolved show the other week um It was at a VFW hall. I had a great time. I made friends with all the ladies who were bartending there. Um, The men were huge, and I kept commenting to Genius, Sweet Mitchell, and all of his friends. These guys are so big. How they get to be so big? Um, I had a great time. It looked very painful. And uh it was lovely.
0: There you go. Elric said, I left some comments and they got all fucked up, but I just want to say that saliva needs to be covered soon.
2: All right. Thank you very much, Elric. We will take that into consideration. Vince X Robert says WWE has kept new metal alive. Wow. Might be true. Wow.
0: Well, might be. They've kept it in the zeitgeist. They have. certainly have austin said when i suggested this album i forgot about some of the weaker songs on here there were a few that i don't think were ever used on tv like seven dust and dope i did think that finger Eleven's version of Kane's song slow chemical was on here and the song is so good when manson was used for smackdown it didn't start with the whispers so it wasn't so bad
1: that was rough
0: that was rough Uh, Disturbed doing Stone Cold's theme song is what got me into them. He used that version for about a year or so before this album was released. I bought the sickness while I was out of town for a hockey tournament and was reading the lyrics on the car ride back trying to figure out which song it was. Oddly enough, I stopped watching wrestling for 12 years a couple of months after I got this album. I'm pretty sure it's unrelated.
2: Wow. Uh, Chad Worrell says uh, the WWE Reddit can frick off. We were... As you all might know, banned for, for self promotion, which is truly the most ironic reason <laughs> given subject matter.
1: I mean, we took a heel turn immediately in, in the uh, Reddit. Uh, yeah. Kicked
2: right S- off. Uh, yeah. But he said that the uh, subreddit Squared Circle is where it's at, and it's a group of new metal aficionados give WWF forcible entry a listen and he put us right in there and uh thank you so much
0: thank you mike Hoverluck said how can you not know rob van Dam? I... easily <laughs> it's, <laughs> easily it's
2: easier than you might think mike yeah uh
0: side note anyone who could consider drowning pool even in the same league let alone above motorhead is a fucking dweeb and dead to me whoo Woo! Woo. Save it for song meanings, Mike. Uh, These songs generally were terrible, but the episode was awesome and a nice revisit to my short-lived years of wrestling fandom. Thank
2: you, Mike. Thank you very much. Uh, Chad World came back and said it's very interesting how the WWE and New Metal, the two totally separate worlds, came into the mainstream consciousness and had a relative fall from grace at the same time. 1995, wrestling's resurgence party getting started with WCW, WWF's then-chief rival, kicking off Monday Night Wars. 1996-1997, WCW is red-hot with the NWO versus WCW angle. WWF has woken up and begins pushing new future stars, adopts edgier content. 1998-2000, pro wrestling is in the thick of it. The Rock, Stone Cold, NWW, N. W-O. My God, I'm just throwing W's everywhere. Still red hot for WCW. However, starting to show its age. Degeneration acts, X influencing every hidden teenage boy to tell their peers to suck it. Merchandise, ticket sales, and ratings are through the roof. March 2001, the come down. ECW and WCW WWF's <laughs> chief rivals are brought out by the wwf the end of monday night wars and the gradual decline of pro wrestling's ratings and influence on pop culture also i have to say i just did some verbal olympics you did <laughs> also here are some pics of when my wife and i got to meet Rod van dam rob van Dam. so sorry and devin dudley i see i see i see thank you so much and then Chad says, "Damn it! I just realized new metal and WWE dissertation was a random reply. What's done is done." Now this does make me wonder how mm-hmm. he's saying that uh, wrestling and new metal has followed a similar trajectory. So AEW starting to do stuff. They just had a pay per view. What what will now be almost a month ago, but mm-hmm. it was last night. Um, I think they're going to have a show on TNT. So that's going to okay. be competing uh, with whatever the fuck is on. Probably <laughs> SmackDown. <laughs> uh, so I did. I was alerted by Sweet Mitchell. I did not watch the pay-per-view, so I don't want to pre- pretend that I did. But he did alert me to a new wrestler uh, who made his debut on AEW, which is All Elite Wrestling, which I'm learning oh. all about. Okay. But it's a man... He calls himself Orange Cassidy, and his whole gimmick is that he doesn't care that much, which Love it. sounds like it wouldn't be great. But he just came out. Uh, all the, the a match ended. I forget what it was. All the lights went out. The lights come back up. It's just a guy standing with his hands in his pockets, uh, and whoever was up there had these like little like minions on the side. This dude jumps out of the ring with his hands in his pockets and kicks all these dudes over jumps back in the ring hands in pockets the whole time and is just acting super casual and then he just kind of like barely puts his foot up on the side you know how sometimes people like will like climb up on the turnbuckle and like put their arms up and be like oh, yeah fucking mm-hmm. whatever he just like kind of barely did and i'm really feeling orange cassidy's vibe yeah <laughs> based on what i saw so I mean, maybe that does mean that new metal's coming back, the same way that it seems like wrestling might be gaining popularity.
0: Well, as this episode goes up, new corn album, new Limp Biscuit on the horizon. Cold has a new album. New knot. New knot. N- new knot. Not only is there new knot number one album in the country.
2: New knot. New
1: It <laughs> Sounds Noonat. like it's a it's a wedding it's a Nanu. wedding site for people into new metal.
2: Oh boy, where was that <laughs> when we were planning
1: our wedding? Oh, uh, did you register
0: a new Knot? Yeah. Oh man, um,
2: yep. seating charts <laughs> equals shit. That's what we're gonna have. We don't have a seating chart. Oh uh, well, wedding. at least
1: everybody gets a tribal <laughs> tattoo. Oh yeah. Um. Over on
0: Twitter, we have. The one dissenting comment, Jenny, I, we had a lot of praise for Mitch up to the point where he is now on the genius list, but where it was one dissenter, commenter Tank, at Shattered Tank, said, you need a better wrestling expert. Billy Corgan didn't actually own TNA Impact. He did finance it for some time. Hot take on Mitch.
2: All right. Booyah. well. Got him. <laughs> All right, I guess I can't get married. To match <laughs> oh, that. oh
1: no! Oh my God! What a goddamn!
2: I will. What a god, the ultimate uh, goddamn! <laughs> it's ultimate very fun. fortunate that one of my eHarmony requisites wasn't be a TNA wrestling expert. <laughs> He could tell uh, me anything about wrestling, and i just believe him. <laughs> and I'd be fine with being wrong. Uh, Yeager says, genius? It turns out that Juggalo makeup blocks facial recognition technology.
1: I saw this. I screamed. I was like, the boy's done
2: it again. I mean.
1: They knew the whole time.
2: I'll tell you what, face ID doesn't recognize me in the morning and that makes me feel bad. (laughs) But in a way, I'm like, all I got to do is be super fucking sleepy and like the cops will never Never, catch me. (laughs) You'll
1: never catch drowsy Jenny.
2: I don't wear makeup all the time. Like, what are you being a dick about if I like, I don't know. Hey,
1: phone, get it together.
2: I do sleep in on makeup, though. That is true. So.
0: That is true. <laughs> that
1: is true.
2: That's what the listeners can't see.
0: Well, that is it for Who's Tweeting. Keep on saying hello. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. Of course, Coach with a K. The album, I'm sorry, not the album of the week, the EP of the week, Society Anxiety by Sunk Lodo. Jenny, when did this album come out?
2: This album was released on November 29th, 1999.
1: That's the thick of it. It is.
2: Okay, yeah, that's the thick of it. That's the time (laughs) when I'm like, is it the...
1: You said November, right? Yeah. So yeah. um, Yeah.
2: The thick of it.
1: Significant other was June of 99, I want to say.
2: Now we go. We are in the thick of it.
1: Uh,
0: Jenny, any history with Son Loto?
2: No, absolutely not. Other than it being recommended to us, I have no history with the band. Lauren, how about you?
0: So, uh, same, uh, did not know who this band was until we got that wonderful care package from our good friends in Australia, Stephen Tilbury and company sent us the super heist albums. And they also sent us Sunk Loto's EP. And you know what? This is how, you know, you got some dedicated Roach Riders for life. You know, anybody can drop a jewel case in the mailbox and say, send it off to the coach. But when you send us... You're signed by the band copy. Digipack. (laughs)
2: That's not a jewel
0: case. Not a jewel case. That's when I'm like, these guys are the real deal. So we have a signed copy, signed Digipack here by every member of the band. Very nice. And, and, you know, really just the great prompting we needed to get this uh, episode going, you know, three years after they sent it to us. Matt Nas History with Sunk Loto.
1: So I have to mention this because I did not realize that we were doing Sunk Lodo, but I have been answering a few emails inside of Facebook and I got one from Sam Hart and uh, Sam reached out to us. He's been binging um, and is up to episode 54. He's a designer from the Mopop Museum in Seattle and he makes new metal posters for shows that didn't have posters. They're okay. fucking great.
2: Oh, I saw some of those. Yeah. Those uh, are so cool.
1: He's on um he's on Instagram, Sam Hart, H-A-R-T, and then S-W-C. So Sam Hart, S-W-C, on Instagram if you want to go see those. And he's from Australia, and he was like, uh, you should do Sunk Lodo. But he wanted us to do the full record between birth and death. Um, but I wanted to make sure I gave him a shout because... Uh, his artwork Absolutely. is awesome.
2: It is very cool.
1: And he did a comic book on Nor- Norwegian death metal. <laughs> oh. Yeah.
2: He should connect with Mark Rudolph.
1: I was going to write him and say like that yeah. exact thing.
2: You young men should connect. Hey. Both great artists.
1: Uh, yeah, that's super
0: great. Um, you know what? Here's the thing. Depending on how this Sunk Loto app goes, you know, maybe maybe we do some of the full lengths. You know, we'll see how we feel. <laughs> you know, it's like when you're, you you know you ask <laughs> your dad
2: if was lucky enough to be featured on an it's, episode. You know of what of it Roach is? Couch. It's
0: it's like when you when you're with your in the car with your dad, and you're like, "Can we? Can we like go to the movies on Friday?" And he's like, "Maybe if you do your homework and get all your chores done, maybe we'll go." Oh. And you're like, you know, you're going to do that. You want to go to the fucking movies.
2: Yeah. But,
0: you know, he's got to dangle that in front of you.
2: Yeah. Well, we'll see if Sunk Clodo incentivizes us <laughs> to do another app by taking us to the movies. Maybe Indeed. to see Hustlers on September 13th. Ooh. At that point, it'll be out already. That's um, right. Looking very much forward to that. Lauren, do you want to know who's in Sunk Lodo? I do. All right. I'll tell you then. Uh, We've got Dane Brown on drums, Jason Brown on lead vocals, Luke McDonald on guitar, and Sean Van Gnip on bass guitar. Gnip? Yeah, that might be pronounced incorrectly, but again, not my family.
1: You are not their family. (laughs) I'm not
2: their family. So if I uh, mispronounced it, please let me know. I'll correct it. If you earn it <laughs> for us to do another sunflower, which I'm going to tell you right now, we will eventually.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh. I yeah. So I know we've got Sean Van ganip's signature here on it because you got this SVG here yeah. on the liner notes there. Savage. Um. Yeah. W- w- this album cover um appears to be some sort of uh drawing of a. I, I was going to say a crazy face. It might just be a crazy drawing of a normal face. Who am I to, you know, put that on a face? You know, inside we've got uh, some sort of surface with some ba- some old nasty band-aids on it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Uh, and then under the CD, a pile of sticks.
2: Oh, yeah. I thought it was a nest of some kind.
0: Oh, it could be a nest. That is what a pile of sticks is, I guess, in certain circumstances. (laughs) Is it a nest or is it just a pile of sticks? It depends
2: on the purpose you give it, you know?
0: Yeah. And then we got a picture of the band here in the back. And you got these two guys. They look very young. Incredibly young.
2: Oh, they are incredibly young. Uh, When this album was recorded, unless the internet has misled me... The members of this band uh, ranged in age between 13 and 17. Wow. So they are indeed, Yeesh. they're Bees. young. Yeah, they're young men. Let
0: me ask you something. Cause it, okay, so the famous story about Silver Chair was they were all 15 and 16 when they came out. Is there just something in the water there? When teenagers hit puberty, they're like, give them a record deal. Let's get these kids rocking." right away here in america generally it's like you know you move out of your parents basement you know hook up with some friends start recording make it in your mid-20s but in in australia it's like clock's ticking 13 here's a base
2: i guess i go to like boy bands things Mm. like that i think there are definitely like distinct genres uh here a little bit more maybe i'm not sure this is also a different time kitty they were teens they weren't they weren't from here america. no
0: they were They were from canada but in america
2: yeah. you gotta prove it <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> before you come out with things like fucking kid rock <laughs> like yeah. i don't know i don't know it's interesting but yeah uh i uh i researched Sun clodo after i listened to the ep and mm-hmm. uh when I learned how old they were, I was I was pretty I was I was pretty surprised.
0: Yeah, their original name was Messiah.
2: Hmm.
0: I like this. They uh they looked up Messiah in the dictionary. The meaning was liberator of the oppressed. Pretty cool. Then they were contacted. They said, "There's a metal band already called Messiah." Who could have thought it? So they took the first letter. Of each word from Liberator of the Oppressed to Form Lodo, and Sunk was added to the name symbolizing the sinking of the name Messiah. And thus you have Sunk Lodo. There it is.
2: There you go. Well.
0: Well. Oh, one other thing to note. producer on this album is Paul McKircher. The McKerch. The McKerch. Recorded at... Festival Studios in beautiful Sydney, Australia. And, surprise, surprise, an old friend behind the mixing board for tracks one and three, one, Ulrich Wilde.
2: What? There he is.
0: Yeah. So, and I mean, the thing to keep in mind, these guys were not just signed to any old label. They were signed to Sony Epic. Yeah. So, Yeah. They recorded these songs, and somebody said, hey, get a couple of these to Ulrich. Have him mix them up. Do his magic. Let's see what these kids got. This is, a, this is a rare moment where somebody said, let's see what these kids got, and they were talking about actual kids.
2: Yeah. Also, I'd like to say, if we are making a uh, Roach Coach destination travel list, mm. Australia's on mine.
1: Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Absolutely. Ooh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if you'd like to yeah.
2: let the cast of Roach Coach... Sleep on sleep your floor. Sleep on your floor. We're all in our 30s and 40s, but by God, will we sleep on your floor? Uh
0: absolutely.
2: All right. You want to start listening to some songs? I do. Okay. Well, we can do that. Uh the first song on this EP is called Vinegar Stroke. <laughs>
0: any thoughts on vinegar stroke.
2: Uh, I like it. Before I I listened to this just blind. Like I didn't know when it came out. I didn't know anything like that. I thought it was a little bit new metal paint by numbers, but knowing when it came out, they might have been writing down the paint by numbers. Uh it gives me I hear a lot of POD. I hear a lot of deaf tones in there. Yes. Um but I really like it. It kind of like, it's just like if they're, this is a weird thing to say, but it's like when you're watching dogs run around in a dog show and it's like, they got to jump over that thing. They got to sit down when you tell them to, like, they're really like doing all of like the new metal dog show shit that I'd want (laughs) someone to do, which sounds weird, but I don't know. I just, um, I really liked it. It sounds a little tinny, maybe. I'm hearing lots of like high pitch, like ding, 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 ding. But um, I don't know. I liked it. Lauren, what do you think?
0: You know what I wrote? We are rocking. We got a rumbly bass. We got some bouncy drums. The guitars are scraping. But that chorus is rock solid. I know what you mean, Jenny. It does have that a little bit of the like we don't have a huge budget. We can't make it sound as big as we want. But still, it does not sound small.
2: Look, We've heard some. Yeah. Oh, go, yeah. go, go. Yeah, I was going
0: to say, we've heard some other albums where, like, you can hear them fighting and to, to make their sound as big as possible, but they just don't have the budget. These guys didn't have the budget, but it seemed like they still powered through it, and this song works? Like, every time, I was like, you know what? These kids are making it happen. I'm into it. And I agree with what you're saying. Like, every time it was about to do something, I was like, it better pull this off. It does. It yeah. better have the chorus it better have the chug it better have those things so i was very much into this it's a very strong strong open matt nas
1: fucking dug it period like i was listening to it i love a riff like that um i was a bit concerned that we were gonna go for a bit of a butt dive in that mm-hmm. chorus i was nervous because they Damn. were they were climbing the rungs.
2: <laughs> I'm a alert of a butt dive.
1: <laughs> they were on the high dive. But then they were like, oh, no, we're not jumping into a butt. We're ascending into new metal heaven.
2: I'm not comfortable saying that the uh, song took a sensual turn, a sensual Tina, because they're all underage at the time that this was recorded. But I will say they didn't jump into a butt.
0: They certainly did not. Songmeanings.com. Some, uh, some great comments here, Jenny. This first one from the blunt one.
2: <laughs> it is blunt.
0: It's blunt. Do you want to read this one?
2: Sure. Fuck. This song is amazing. <laughs> Got him. <'em. laughs>
0: yeah. Yep. And uh, Grem said, awesome song. How come there's hardly any posts for Sunk Lodo? Must be less known than I thought. Indeed, Mm. Grim.
2: Yeah. Indeed. This is like the finger 11 of Australia.
0: Yeah, basically. Yeah. So this had a music video. Uh, (laughs) Jenny, once again, it's so funny. This is another one where I really wish that uh, Sunk Loto's mom and dad had done the same level of work that Serial Joe's mom had done. Uh, to preserve it, because this video was a little rough to watch, a little pixely, not a not not resolution. Not preserved. Not preserved. But, preserved. Of... but you know what? I enjoyed it. I enjoyed its low rent sort of – I mean, they're in jail, but it's a cardboard jail, and they're sort of yelling at the police as they sing the song.
2: I thought they were in, like, uh, an institute for, like, the criminally insane or something. It seemed like they were under uh, observation.
0: Yeah, I think, I think I probably got the jail thing because the person guarding them seemed more like a police officer or a prison guard than uh, an orderly watching an insane person. True. You know, I, that tends to be a, a move they have happen a lot where uh, where the orderlies, you know, are handling Draymond or who have you, you know. But this one it was just like, nah, it's just a cop. But maybe, you know what? Australia, things could be That's different. That's
2: true. We don't know what it's like over there. I will we say the know. whole time I was just like, when they kick them through when are they gonna kick through that window there's like a little so the the orderlies or cops or whatever are in like an observation like uh, room with lots of screens and stuff and they can see into this one room that they put all of Sun Loto into and they're in there performing which like what a great privilege whatever kind of observation you're on maybe they're like these dudes bad boys but they got to sing. <laughs> they, gotta they got to make her, huh? music. <laughs> It'll only make them more criminal or more uh, you know, mentally unstable if they can't have music, which honestly true. Um. Yeah. So, I was just like, when are they gonna, there's a tiny window that they're looking through and I was just like, when are they going to kick through the window? Let's kick through the window. We got dreads.
0: Oh, yeah, we got some great dreads, uh, and we have got just a great, uh, the lead singer, I'm sorry, what's the lead singer's name again?
2: Uh, his name is Jason.
0: Jason. Jason, Jason, Jason has, Brown. Jason Brown has that great frontman confidence. He's got a strut. He's moving. He's he's just a guy who's like, yeah, I'm the frontman. I know what I'm doing here, and what I'm doing here is rocking faces. So it's a a low-rent video, but it's very charming and very fun. And then finally, we've got to talk about uh, this title of this song. Because I was like, Vinegar Stroke, that sounds familiar, but I couldn't remember what it was. So I Googled it. Google took me to Urban Dictionary. Uh, A Vinegar Stroke is the point during sexual intercourse where a man is irreversibly about to blow his load, the very worst time to have to cease coitus in an emergency.
2: I'd never heard that, but <laughs> this does help me understand something. I was uh, a little peek into my home life. I was making a pot roast <laughs> earlier. <laughs> I was preparing. Not where I thought
0: this story was going, but yeah. okay.
2: Well, Mitch was just about... <laughs> like, oh, okay. Uh, he was mowing <laughs> the lawn, and um, he came in and was like, oh, vinegar stroke, okay, because I, I usually cook and listen to these albums too that might be another part of the cry scout challenge (laughs) that's right um he was like oh vinegar stroke and i was like yeah whatever like i had no idea what that meant so i guess he'd probably heard of it too
0: Uh, why would it
2: be called vinegar stroke
0: Well, there's a second definition. The facial expression during sex that coincides with the last uh, thrust before ejaculation. Um, Basically, uh, the face of someone would make that is a wince uh, or sucking a lemon or tasting vinegar. Hence, the vinegar stroke.
2: Oh. (laughs) I didn't want something more to consider. (laughs) But now I have it. Thank you. There you have it. Everybody have a great night's sleep. Yeah, sure. Everybody.
0: (laughs) Ah, yes. Be sure to Uh, explain
2: it in uh, detail. All all right. right. I'll keep that in mind. Uh, I can't wait to learn what this next one is. This song is called "Porcelain Buddha."
3: Tripping on my words, can't shake it out, face to the floor. I this things that I've never seen before. I go down!
2: Yeah! yeah I've got a, a bouncy boy going over here.
1: That's directly from the Deftones playbook. Oh, shit. Sorry.
2: (laughs) This one definitely borrows from... (laughs) Our friends in the deftones a bit. Lauren, what'd you think?
0: Uh, I like this one a lot. When he did that ha early on, I was basically on board. He'd have to do something really egregious to lose me after that. We've got Chug. We got Rappin. I actually got a very heavy rage influence on these verses. I felt Mm -hmm. that he was going in a Zach de la Roca situation. Meaning Um, that we
1: were sheeple that need to be stirred awake.
0: Listen, he's not going to go down like a get deck of cards. All right.
2: You know what I loved about this song? Yeah. What's that? The accent shined through a bit. Mm hmm. One of the things that, like, I don't know. I have no, I feel like I'm in the dominant culture. So I'm not like privy to rules or whatever. But uh, I feel like I don't often hear accents like, that come through in like rock music specifically. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of nice to hear like like cards and uh I can't remember what other words, but there were just like some shaken. words. Shaken. Shake- shaken. Yeah, like, I'm
0: pretty sure shaken is say uh, you get the accent on that.
2: The accent comes through and I really liked that. I thought that was cool.
0: Yeah, it is that it is that weird thing and when you think about it there Generally, is this thing where you, yeah, you. It's not until you hear like an interview with the band, you're like, oh, they're Australian. Oh, they're British. You know, it, it, everybody sings in like an you know American accent. Like Oasis is the you know a classic one. Uh But then on the other end, you got somebody like uh, Ezekiel Ox. That guy, he's singing in his accent. True, 100%. Nicole Kidman,
2: maybe not in control of it in Big Little Lies, but. <sighs>
0: Listen. <laughs> Every so she,
2: often she's Australian in that show. Uh
0: she had it pretty endi- pretty together in season 1, but season 2 she's like, "Listen, I may not have it this week. <laughs> it's going to be all
1: off."
2: I'll tell you what, she's uh, a hell of an actress and just beautiful.
0: Incredible, incredible actress. Matt Naz, what'd you what'd you think of this one?
1: Man, they got the pit jump in. That is a call to pogo. Um I don't think it was necessarily called to activate the pit, but like that is a crowd mover. You know, shake your ass to that one, fellas. Oh, no. <laughs> there you go. Live with, live with that one. DJ Matt's here. Hey. Hello,
2: fellas. Would you like to shake your ass you Shake something? your ass to this one, well, fellas. Well, this one's called Porcelain Buddha by Zunk Lodo. I became Fred Gwynn. in <laughs> the <laughs> first of doing that.
0: Jenny, songmeetings.com, once again, two comments, both great. That is true, and I close
2: that tab out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The first comment is from at the drive-in. I'm assuming the whole band made their own account (laughs) and said, fucking great song. Anyone who hasn't heard this, get it now. Now. Okay. Okay. I have heard it, so I don't feel as threatened, but still. Intensity from at the drive in. And then, uh, Jenny, this comment from Insight Fool.
2: Porcelain Buddha is a term for a toilet bowl, bowing down to a porcelain Buddha while i throwing up. There you go. Listen,
0: 13 to 17 years old, you're making your first EP. What do you want to call this song? Porcelain Buddha. I'd like when to When I'm call throwing it up.
2: Toilet God. Ah! Not sophisticated enough porcelain buddha i don't know if i've ever actually heard that have you this
0: may no this may be a uh this may be an australian thing
2: matt porcelain buddha
1: i've heard porcelain goddess for Mm. the toilet (laughs)
2: right
1: you know like you're going to go worship at the porcelain goddess when you're when you've had too much to drink and you're gonna throw up so perhaps replace goddess with buddha and there you go
2: there you go. There you have it. All right. All right. Up next, we've got a song called Lift. Mm-hmm.
0: Let's get to that chorus, Matt.
2: think matt
1: that's a hard one because like the song kind of rips uh again i think their big touchstone is deftones um they get to that chorus it's a very melodic chorus Mm -hmm. but i don't think it's a butt dive Mm -mm. but i don't know if it's new per se it feels just a little bit more like a straight alt rock chorus it's a little more anthemic yeah you know yeah. but then that's they, what i had in my notes yeah but then they get back to the riff and it's like business as usual we're here to fucking kick ass i like yeah. that every word of that just made me sound like a 42 year old yeah guys you're here to kick ass
2: hey look we what i was thinking was it might not be a butt dive it might be a butt rub <laughs> this is an over the jeans <laughs> butt rub, and that definitely makes me sound like a mid thirties woman. <laughs> Maybe it's just a little bit of a butt rub. Oh,
1: get it. relax oh. yourself. Oh. wow, relax. Oh, so
2: tense. He's so big. big? <laughs> Buns. <laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, okay, man. Lauren, what would you think? I don't know. What I did mean, you think about what we just said and this uh, song?
0: <laughs> well, you know, first and foremost, who doesn't love a butt rub? <laughs> Second of all, this chorus, I had wrote in my notes that it is trying to go for anthemic, and this is a situation where I look at this as an EP, where we are trying to prove ourselves, but also trying to figure things out and i listened to this chorus and i'm like it's almost there it's not a bad chorus but it does feel a little bit like you know square peg in a round hole almost like nah you've got a crusher here you want an anthemic chorus on it it's it you you fit it but it's not a perfect fit you know it's like somebody putting an outfit together and they're like i'm putting this hat on and you're like ah oh, why are you putting a hat on everything else is fine <laughs> you don't need a hat It's like, I want to be a hat guy. And it's like, all right, well, everyone's going to be a little thrown tonight. But I liked it. I couldn't tell if it was a bad relationship song or a drug song.
2: Song meanings is not here to help you.
0: No, it is not. (laughs) It is not.
2: Uh, Two comments on this one. Uh, Mm -hmm. Commenter I Killed the Prom Queen said, These lyrics are nothing special on paper. But when you hear them delivered, they become so phenomenally emotional in one of the most brilliant songs i've heard by such a young band
0: that's that's an endorsement and then we get a comment the comment is i love them to bits which fairly innocuous comment but the commenter's name is sunk lodo whoa you,
1: wait a minute
2: you got to love yourself we've established this on the <laughs> podcast several times
0: absolutely got to love yourself
2: so Clodo, good job.
0: Yeah. Uh there was a music video for this song as well. Um <laughs> the band is in the desert. They amongst, were amongst this. Was, like, I was don't, there
2: like a fractured disc or something going on?
0: Yeah, like uh some sort of runes or something like that. I, 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 I got a this thing where I was like watching and I'm like, should these guys call up Jared? Like, should they talk about that? Like I felt like they're like one removed from like talking about Mesopotamia and crop circles and just, you know, aliens through ancient ruins. That's, like, where I felt it was going, but they didn't quite get there. Like, they either didn't have the budget for it, or they were just like, it'll be cool for us to stand next to these things in the desert. Both are possible.
2: It looked hot.
0: It looked very warm.
2: I'd be very curious to know how actually warm it was in that.
0: You know, I mean, uh, probably... Over 80 degrees.
2: (laughs) Wow. I'm surprised they're not all dead now. (laughs) Over 80 degrees. Are you kidding me? Uh, Nuts. All right. Uh, Up next, we've got a song called Submission. Matt's got his lighter up.
0: You were making some faces on some of these vocal choices. Walk us through it.
1: I understand the song. It's just I don't think it's this band, you know, like this kind of sad sacquery um I They rock harder than this, I guess. And I wanted them to bring something different. I mean I get Showing diversity and perhaps, I don't know, trying to broaden your audience.
2: Are you telling me?
0: Whoa, whoa, what? Matt, are you telling us?
2: All right. I didn't want to tell this story, but uh, okay. one all right. time I got transferred to Australia. <laughs> oh, down, oh, like, down, down right. under. You know what? They tell you they got snakes, yeah. tarantulas, Australian broads, <laughs> more dangerous than them all.
1: Oh, man.
2: Oh, they can do flips. Wait. They can what? do flips. They got knives. Oh, wait Australian
1: a minute. They do flips and got knives? Venom is pussy. Oh,
0: oh, shit.
2: It's a Yo. love venom. Somebody Yo, I had can heard... find Tawny over there.
0: I had heard they got the boomerang pussy. You tell oh. him to get out of here, comes back. It shoots you out. It goes back the next day.
2: It shoots you out.
0: You're flying.
2: You think you're going to die. You suddenly turn around and then your dick's back in there.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) A
2: boomerang pussy (laughs) is a true myth. (laughs) It's a true myth. True myth. I did it twice, at least. I can remember. Also, they carry you around in a pouch. Every oh. woman in Australia is a marsupial. A marsupial. I knew it. I <laughs> oh, knew it. Oh yeah.
1: I knew it. I knew the drop bears were real <laughs> and I knew the marsupials.
2: Marsupial were... women. Oh yeah.
0: Uh you know what? I don't I don't want to, you know, cast aspersions, which is a word I just learned. Um <laughs> but is it possible that you actually had sex with a kangaroo?
2: Look. A woman's a woman. Okay, all right. right, Just checking. All right.
0: right. I'll cast
2: ass wherever I can. I don't know what a Persian is, but I'll cast ass where I can.
1: (laughs)
0: All right. So I guess what I'm saying is that
1: (laughs) this seems a little bit out of their wheelhouse from the first three tracks that I've heard. I understand it. It's an EP. They're trying to give you kind of everything that they've got. Um, But this feels... I don't know. It it doesn't, it's not a great fit. The song itself isn't great per se. And um, I think they beat Incubus to the punch quite a bit. This is very, Mm -hmm. this is a bust song in my world.
2: What do you think, Lauren?
0: Uh, You know what? I wrote in my notes that I got a Deftones vibe on this one. Because it reminded me of the strummy acoustic stuff on White Pony. But then I realized this album's a year
2: before White Pony. White Pony. We have lifted.
0: What? Oh, man. Rewrite the history books. Uh, This does seem to be a song about maybe a dead lady, which fits (laughs) with the genre. I wasn't 100%. I wrote dead lady with a question mark. She might be alive. Um... We didn't get to it. It does try to have a big ending, but they just don't have the budget for it. I still thought it was pretty good because I was expecting this. It's a five-song EP. We're trying to just show everything we can do. And I didn't feel this song was an out-and-out out failure. It was just more of like them stretching things out. And we should mention, this was successful. Oh, five-song yeah. EP, five EP Drop this thing. Over on the old ARIA charts, number two. People were like, we love it. They're performing at festivals, including one called Homebake. And people were like, give me that full-length album. And they were like, all right. And they called up McKercher and they went and made a full-length, which we are not doing today on the show, but maybe one day we will. I don't know. So... Yeah, so I mean I wasn't yeah, I wasn't upset. Matt, Jenny, what'd you think?
2: I I liked it. I wasn't mad. I love an EP. So mm-hmm. I was I was delighted to see that this was an EP cuz I love an EP. But uh yeah, I liked it. It did very much give me like a Deftones Tones vibe and then I was also like, oh, this is before that was released. So uh there was something in the air. There was something mm. in the air to be sure. Um I enjoyed it. I know this is a little bit premature, but Matt, are you wondering how respectful of our time this EP is? It's very <laughs> rare for us to
1: do an EP, so gonna, I need to know.
2: Yeah, it's gonna. I'm going to say yes. It, uh, it comes in at about 20 minutes.
1: That seems very respectful of our time.
2: For an EP and for everything else, yeah, it is. 20 minutes, very respectful Perry. of our time. We've got one song left. Uh, this is a song called Blunt.
1: better order something funky
2: ow oh hi Ken hi Ken a little harsh for my taste. I don't. did we invite Ken on our trip to Australia
0: oh I, god I hope not
1: <laughs> oh I'll be there baby T-Mobile's taking over the international space
0: oh uh, this figures
1: Get back to that baseline. Oh, that's the good stuff.
2: And by the way, Jenny, thank you for coming back. No problem. I uh, couldn't handle Google Fi anymore.
1: I get it. I get it. And they
2: say one thing, but then they do another. It's so true. The service is actually fine. I just can't do an Android phone. Can't do it. Unsubscribe you unsubscribe know me from all my podcasts. I'll no. sell your phone on Facebook Marketplace in one fucking second. <laughs> Go right back to Apple. I don't care.
1: I live my dreams, baby. Anyway, <laughs> see me at the store wherever you want. Funky Ken away.
2: All right, bye, Ken. Wow, wow he love this. This he... did give me a Primus vibe.
0: Oh, this guy. Okay, this <laughs> gave me a big Incubus vibe. I, yeah. I don't know why. This was total. This was this was total bead curtain situation here. <laughs> uh, yeah. Especially when we got to these lyrics, save yourself from this world. Uh, you know, there was just, yeah, this was one where I was, I, I could just see them just like really feeling themselves. Although we do still have some new metal st- lines like, I'm a freak, I'm a loser, I'm a low life chooser, I live in the undertow. That stuff. And then also obviously at the end where he says, stop fucking around, punk. Yeah. You know, Brandon Boyd would never say that.
2: No, he would never. He'd be like, Hey young man what are you doing do you want a back rub <laughs> <laughs> that's his stop fucking around punk
0: that is true yeah um so i mean hey we got a lot of squeals and scratches it did get funky <laughs> i
2: do feel like they got the note the new metal bands have a dj
0: yeah they, they <laughs> like oh I- do they We'll scratch it up. Oh, we'll scratch can everything. Can I
2: not? Scratch dad. Well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh man, it's uh th- yeah, it, it is really covering all the bases on this album. And uh and that is it. That's the EP. And now it's time uh for a uh...
2: cannon talk. talk
0: about <laughs> uh Jenny, why don't you start?
2: I really liked this I thought it was kind of, I know earlier I said kind of paint by the numbers new metal, but it, it came out, it, it is in the thick of it, but I really liked this. I don't know that I'd put the whole thing in, but I might go so far as to put in the first few. It might, based on this, it might not be essential like new metal in some ways, but to me coming from Australia, being these like teens at this time, it it just there's something about it that I really enjoy. It's very fun to listen to. And I think that it might in like especially because we keep getting the push to do sunk lodo. Like this feels like the finger eleven of Australia. Mm-hmm. And like I can't think of new metal and not think of finger 11. Like I, I feel like in that way I can sort of like tangentially understand where that's coming from. Um, submission and blunt to me, not so much, but the first three I could see, um, really representing like Australian new metal at that time, uh, which feels interesting enough to listen to, to me, Lauren, what do you think?
0: Uh, you know, I thought this was a hot little EP. You know, influences on the sleeve, but there are so much, so much energy, and it's so fun. And it feels, in a way, just incredibly promising. It, this makes me want to dive into this sunk load of full length. You know, this makes me want to see what these boys did because they're ready to go. You know, this is them. This is that thing of just like you know some indie filmmakers, like I made this in my garage. It's fucking amazing, right four for somebody you made it in
2: four rooms
0: <laughs> uh is four rooms like the the other version of this, where you did, everything goes wrong, yeah, hmm yeah, um, are you a four rooms fan?
2: not really, it just okay. reminds me of being like early early this guy,
0: mm, that is true, yeah, it is early a lot of those guys. Uh, so, I mean, I could see putting in the first three, I could just say, let's put the whole thing in. I mean, it's an EP, you know, we're talking the difference between 20 minutes and
1: 15 minutes.
0: Matt Naz, what do you think? You know,
1: on the first three songs, I was like, this is a great representation of 1999 style from an Australian band that missed mainstream U.S. charts. Um, and that would be good enough for me to put it in. Um, submission and blunt are kind of the ones that we don't like. And I mean, you can't just put in three songs and leave on an EP, you know? Like, <laughs> don't
2: dare me. Don't dare me. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: God, but you know what I mean? Like, it's very difficult just to be like these three, not these two. Um, Because at that part, it's just like, you like the whole thing. Hmm. Is it essential? Is it essential? Is it top tier? Is it best of the best? I'm just going to say this.
0: If we listened to more albums that were as fun as Vinegar, Stroke, Porcelain Buddha, and Lyft, boy, would my mood change. You
2: know? I agree.
0: I, I think it's it's that thing where it's like, it's paint by numbers, but man, they, you know, what wonderful numbers and what beautiful paint. You know, I mean, they just really just did the damn thing in the way that you want it to be.
2: I do think that, like, is it essential? I don't know. If we're making something that's essential, then I don't know that we'd be doing like 300 episodes of... True, something yeah. but i i do think that like if we're keeping with essential the essence of what new metal is i think was very much encapsulated in this ep and i think it's fun and i think it's uh a take from uh i don't know there's like I guess when I think about like teenagers making music, I go back to like Kitty or something, uh, which mm. I which I like. But I don't know. There's something about it that it's like it's a bunch of teens, a bunch of Australian teens making this, and they really were just like, in a way, it's slightly humiliating to some. Like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> they're just like, okay, yeah, we're Australian teens. Here's what new metal is. Like, oh. They did it a lot better than a lot of fucking bands we've listened to.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: I and never, also it's yeah. I never felt like I was being dragged through this. No. Like it's an EP, so mm. it would be if if we got dragged through an EP, that'd be real tough. But like right. mm-hmm. I was never bored or sad or like, ugh, like what are you doing? Like it all made sense.
0: Mm-hmm. So, are we saying we put the whole thing in? I think so. Sure. All right. There you have it. Sunk Lodo, society anxiety in the canon. Welcome. Welcome. And that does bring us to the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send us an email, Podcast at gmail.com. When this episode goes up, Jenny... You'll be making your final preparations. So anything you want to say to your future self who may take a gander to this episode during your busy week.
2: I hope that you will take a deep breath and just trust that things will be okay. And know that not putting the first Korn album in the canon but putting (laughs) the Glotto EP was the right (laughs) choice to make. (laughs) Gotta trust yourself girl. (laughs) That's what I would say to myself. There
0: you have it. Uh, Yeah and then yeah Matt you and I we will be at the wedding, yes, maybe, we, maybe we might hop onto the old Instagram Live for just a second, just to say hey to everybody. We Proof gotta. of life. We gotta hop on. Who knows? Listen, Scooter is miles away. <laughs> just just miles. Miles, away. miles away. Miles away. He could, he could roll on in. He could do a quick serenade. It'd be amazing. But uh anything can happen, but we're very excited. So until next time. Jenny. Thank you.
2: Lauren. Thank you.
1: Matt. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you.
3: All right. Bye-bye. Bye.